All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to stay ahead of the curve. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 22nd of July. India's total COVID-19 tally crossed the 11.5 lakh mark with as many as 37,000 new cases being reported in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday. The pace of addition is worrisome. Do look for the latest update on the website bloombergquint.com later this morning. Meanwhile, we're learning more about the virus every day. Bloomberg has reported that according to researchers in the New England Journal of Medicine, COVID-19 antibodies in patients with mild symptoms fade quickly, raising concerns that their immunity from a future infection may not last very long. In the top news globally, the US yesterday accused two Chinese hackers of working for Beijing to steal or to try to steal terabytes of data, including coronavirus research from Western companies in 11 nations. The Justice Department released an indictment yesterday against the individuals who have been identified as Li Xiaoyu and Dong Xiaoji. It said that the two men were assisted by China's Ministry of State Security and that defense contractors and weapon systems were hacked along with medical research. This accusation is only the latest in the simmering tensions between the world's two largest economies. Back home in the top corporate news, Jet Airways has received two binding bids from consortia led by financial investors in the fourth round of auctions under the insolvency proceedings. One of the bidders is a consortium led by Imperial Capital and includes Flight Simulation Technique Centre and Big Charter Private. The other is a consortium of UK-based Calrock Capital and UAE-based businessman Murari Lal Jalan. Calrock Capital told Bloomberg Quint that it's participating in the bidding process. In other news, the Supreme Court yesterday initiated Suomoto contempt proceedings against activist lawyer Prashant Bhushan for alleged derogatory remarks against the judiciary. Contempt proceedings have also been initiated against Twitter, on which Bhushan posted the remarks. The matter is scheduled to be heard today by a bench headed by Justice Arun Mishra. In international news, the euro advanced to the highest level since January 2019 after European Union leaders agreed on a stimulus package to reboot pandemic-hit economies. Earlier in the day, after days of negotiations, EU leaders agreed on an initial plan of 750 billion euros. The emergency fund will give out 390 billion euros of grants and 360 billion euros of low interest loans. In international markets, US stocks ended mixed with the Dow and the S&P 500 ending higher by 0.6 and 0.2% respectively and the Nasdaq slumped 0.8%. And it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region as well with two of the three early rises starting off in the red. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking today? Hello, Alex, and good morning to all. 
Well, the SGX Nifty futures is currently flat. We must remember that we've seen three straight days of a lot of strength on the benchmarks, and we're expecting a little bit of consolidation, perhaps some sideways movement, at least in the first half of the session. But let's talk about a handful of earnings. And right at the top, we have Access Bank, where its net interest income did grow 20% year on year for the quarter gone by. Net profit declined 19%, but that was because of higher provisioning, which came in at around 4,400 crores versus 3,800 crores quarter on quarter. There is a positive here, and the gross and the net NPA percentages have improved sequentially. We move on to Hindustan Unilever, India's largest FMCG company, where the earnings were ahead of expectations. The revenue rose 4.4%, its net profit rose 7.2%, and margins remain steady at around 25% versus 26.2%. But volumes coming in and actually declining by 8%, but there is a lot of ambiguity or rather a lack of understanding when it comes to volumes. We're waiting for the management to give us more clarifications, considering excluding Horlicks, as uh, the management has suggested, the volumes have declined 8%. We also have earnings from Hindustan Unilever where the results have been ahead of consensus expectations. Revenues rose 4.4%, its net profit rose 7.2% and both the headline numbers, that is the top line and the bottom line, were ahead of consensus. Margins coming in at around 25% versus 26.2%, so there was a little bit of pressure, but that was largely on account of the pandemic and the challenges it had posed when it comes to costs management but excluding Horlicks the underlying volumes indicated by the management is a decline of 8% for the quarter. Next up we have Bajaj Finser where revenues rose 15.6% and net profit was up 44% but that was also on account of a higher tax reversal. We have Moody's Investor Service that has said that the equity raise has strengthened Yes Bank's capital and reduced risks for creditors. The fund raise strengthens the bank's capitalization and loss-absorbing buffers and will reduce default risk for its creditors according to the ratings agency. BEML has received an order from the government for the supply of 1,512 tanks at an approximate cost of 557 crores. And a bunch of important updates when it comes to the June 30th shareholdings in a handful of companies. We have Rakesh Junjunwala and Rekha Junjunwala who's picked up stake of 1.6% each in Dishman Carbogen AMSIS as of the June quarter. The veteran investor Rakesh Junjunwala has also increased his stake in Edelweiss Financial Services to 1.2% from 1.04%. We also have veteran investors Ashish Kacholia and Dolly Khanna reduce their respective holdings in Nosil as on June 30th. So we'd be watching out for some of these names, but don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQuid.com. Thanks, Agam. And with that, it's a wrap on this edition of All You Need to Know. Do check out the website BloombergQuid.com over the course of the day for all the latest in the world of business politics, and everything else that you need to know. Thanks so much for listening. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to the show on the IBM Podcast app? 
On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.